0: He's right in front of me, and I can honestly tell him that I'm going to knock him spark out. Sleeping right hand by the prince. Whoa.
1: Hello and welcome to Off the Brawl on Off the Ball. I'm Ronan Mullen, joined by Phil Egan and Andy Lee, and by another of Irish boxing's most popular fighters, Stephen
2: Ormond. Welcome to the studio. Thanks, lads. Thanks for having me. How are things? How's life? Good. Good. Uh, I'm doing more training still, Andy. I'm doing more training now, but more eating, so it's all good. <laughs> <And laughs> Balance
1: is, is, <laughs> is this a proper retirement or is this Conor McGregor? No, no it's I'll be back
2: next week. No, retirement. it's just that's it. I'm out now. That's it. A lot of punching and slipping, and taking a lot as well. So <laughs> it's time to go.
1: Have you any advice for retirement, uh, Andy?
3: No, just keep yourself busy. That's I suppose. that's the main thing, yeah. Keep yourself busy, yeah. And uh, remember, remember all the good times. You know what I mean? Really look, try try to take stock of all you achieved. That's it, that's it. And appreciate what you achieved and the experiences you had. Yeah, that's it. You know.
2: It's, it's, difficult.
3: it's difficult, How long
2: have you tied now? A couple of weeks? Yep. <laughs> How long is it? Two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. But you know what? It's, I'm always in the gym anyway, but it's, I think uh, the weight part of it as well is a big lift. You've oh. always struggled with this yeah. weight, didn't you? Even always, we always. You know, we been there, yeah. so you're the opposite and you can make the way easy. <laughs> I can remember were being once. in Wales with him
3: at the Four Nations and he had to fight in the final and the night before me and him, he had a swan, swan suit on and we were wrestling in the hallway of oh, yeah. the hotel because <laughs> he was trying to lose weight and he just couldn't punch anymore, he just was like, like come <laughs> yeah, on, but, uh, I mean, we were wrestling each other around the place, like oh, it's always, always, I was saying, him, wrestling wrestling yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's one of many, that's cool. true, yeah, but you always had a tough time, oh, for it, it, didn't you?
2: You were flying in from like Denmark one night, one night, on and dropping three, four kilos. An amateur like that night, and then fighting the next day. It's always the same. So, how
1: much more difficult is it as an amateur where you have to you have to make
2: weight routinely,
3: don't on you? On the try day of the
2: tournament? fight, mm. not the day before. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot better than the pro. that's what that's the only good thing about it is you could 30 hours, 25 hours recover, pens when you're on. Yeah. But uh, kind got, got, got kind of got that to a Then the pros, was like eventually, but uh, it was still. I'm aware. Seriously, silly is enough for them. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah. So we've lost to get into on Stephen's career and fell off the back of a busy boxing weekend as well. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty to talk about. Uh, Tyson Fury. Did you enjoy the Apollo Creed?
4: I match? did, and like, it was from Rocky Four, and I suppose people do not remember what yeah, happened yeah. to Apollo not long after that entrance, but luckily it ended a lot better for Tyson Fury. Paying tribute to the greatest heavyweight of all time. Yeah, it was good because the the start of the the ring walk, you know, he was dressed in black and he had his hands kind of tied up, and you were kind of wondering where's this going. Yeah. But the the commentators on ESPN obviously had the brief and they said, "Get ready, like this is something something big." It was for the that. lineal
1: title as well. They didn't mention that seventeen times per round, but that, <laughs> yeah. that was on the line. Um, so we will get into Stephen's career, a very memorable one, and um, we'll also look back at that busy bu- weekend of boxing, which saw wins for Fury and Josh Warrington. And ahead to some of the action on the docket this week. Um, we will start with yourself though, Stephen. Uh, just over two weeks, as we mentioned, since the rematch. Um, yeah. H- like, at the time, there was a little bit of contention around the decision. You were uh, diplomatic as always after it. Yeah. How do you now that reflect- you
3: retired, tell us the yeah. real.
1: How do you tell us,
2: us
3: the whole truth.
2: Of the... Everything. The decision, <laughs> the, decision. <laughs> the decision. I thought it was close. I, th- I thought I could have gotten my way around, but we knew you're in Wales. You're not, you, ha- you can't just go to Wales and have a close fight. You know, you got to take it from the champion.
3: We said but, that, yeah. We said that, on this, and I know, like people say. So you're saying, like, it's a fight, and you start on an even playing field, and whoever wins the most rounds wins the fight. But it's not in wrestling and professional boxing. It's so political, yeah. And especially going to somebody's hometown, and they, you know, I know you both had the same promoter, but um, the, 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 like the deck is always stacked. You know, it's like you know it, it is. Especially when we look at Obviously. look at, look at, look at um, Dennis Hogan. Katie Taylor against Persoon even if a fight's close you have to do a bit more to, to be and, and look at even Warrington and, yeah. and um, we we'll about is it, it it's a, example, a case yeah. that
4: the judges they, they're watching the fight and they're basically they need a big excuse to give around to the the yeah. away fighter yeah yeah. yeah. so basically they almost have it preconceived it's 10-9 to the champ yeah. But I need to be shown at something the, pretty this type convincing. At level,
3: yeah, like, unless like, it's a major, it's a hu- super fight and, you know, the judges are completely neutral. Yeah. But for most shows, they're not neutral judges, they're, no. they're hometown judges, you know. They're from there, mostly. Yeah, because of it's the expense and the logistics of getting people in. Mm.
2: Exactly. And you and you Evans, did box before at the waterfront? Yeah, do you know, two years ago on the set, yeah, I think it was Sunday two years ago. And When I came out of that fight, I was, like, busted up. I was, like, the worst ever because when we sell part, we kept, kept uh, clashing. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it was oh, I for him again, which I never thought I was gonna fight him again. But they were, they were totally different, I wanted to go in and rush him. So I was happy with that, that I kind of slowed it down for this fight, and I had no marks, so <laughs> it's always good.
1: <laughs> and going into that
2: fight, was it in your mind that if you didn't win? Do you know, it's been in my mind a lot. Like Every fight is obviously my last fight. And then I've had an eye injury as well, like the last four years. I've been keeping that quiet too. To get an operation now. so, with that, and then the girl being born, it's like, oh, time to go now, you know. What's the injury? I have a foreigner palsy on this way, so that's why I wear this one glass. So like, yeah, you know, but everything like I look, so it's like the images on top, yeah. Like, so I'm looking through this way all the time, so it's crazy, yeah. So, I'm boxing with that, I've been boxing last, that the last four years, wow. it's been getting worse and worse. And so, with that, I mean, the health that's reasons, some thoughts, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, beyond, I could have, like, if I walked through that fight, I would have keep pushing on. But I just know to get getting operated now.
3: And you mentioned your daughter.
2: I know the yeah, then so You said a girl makes us soft, isn't that right? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, I, you said it before the fight. Like my age 36. I know. I, I still felt, felt good. I still feel good. But for me, to they know to knock in rankings, so I think it was 15 or 14 in the WBO rankings. And I needed to win, beat him, to get up with If I didn't, I says I'm out because I can't. I'm, good, I'm not having good time to keep pushing again. on. Go again. Yeah. So I said, that's it. I says, happy enough. But I was happy enough to, to return. Mm.
1: Mm. And you mentioned your daughter there. Um, Lennox is the boy. Is he named oh, yeah. after the champ? Or? Oh, do
2: you know what? I actually picked the name and it wasn't about boxing. But, <laughs> do you know what? He's totally the opposite. You can't get him into any sport. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Them games, you know. So
3: Maybe he'll change. Yeah. How, like, looking back on your career as a whole, like, in, from when you turned pro, the, the style you had, the potential you had, the ability you had, do you feel like you never never no. fulfilled your potential?
2: No, I just feel, yeah, I feel like... Uh, I always wanted to be world champion. I always thought I'd be a world champion, but the way things go, I suppose, And uh, now the only thing I learned from it, from the experience was not giving up. That's why it was very stubborn, constantly going and going. And I loved it. It was a listen. There was ups and downs, but it was a great experience. You know. Mm. But I would like to be been a world champion itself. But, yeah.
3: I just so. sometimes look at the rub of the green, isn't it? That's you know, the way it goes, just, isn't it? Think about, remember when you were in America, you were trying in New York. Remember, me? yeah. You had, to, you had to leave, but you think if you would have stayed there, things would have went different. Do you ever look back at Yeah, the, I think no. there
2: a few opportunities. Even the, the America thing as well, it was a great experience. and The management was a bit... But everything else, mm. maybe it went Who back. Who was managing at that time? Eh, uh, well... Joey Winters? Joey Winters, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was a manager, but he was a manager, if you know what I mean. He wasn't at yeah. and but uh, the fights are very slow over there. He's recently signed Joe Ward. That's yeah. right, yeah. that's right, yeah. yeah. But I met a lot of great people over there. But it was, uh, it was a great experience. Were you training with Joey the whole time? Joey Gamash? Yeah, or Joey yeah? Gamash uh, Pete, Pete, uh, Pete Broski, of yeah. course, then Joey Gamache. Gentleman. Yeah.
3: Gentleman, yeah. Gentleman, yeah. But
2: great coach, too.
3: Who would you say is the best coach you work with? Like, it's hard to pick them all, but throughout your career you've worked with some great coaches. Yeah,
2: well, like, see, what happened was when I left America and I was like, oh, that's soil, who can I get the soil off? and Paschal Collins was identical to him. Had that American coming and still, so BGL was great, you know. Mm. Came great fr- friends with Pascal too, so over the years. And, so uh, yeah, it was being obviously it was, it was mostly with Pascal in the last 10 years, so I'm gonna see Pascal. Pascal, yeah,
4: yeah, well good. you have to see him probably <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah,
2: i yeah,
1: don't say you can too, <laughs> <And laughs> no, just, just in terms of your heritage in the sport, like your dad with a box was a senior champion, and your uncles were heavily uncles involved, involved as well.
2: For, and then, me mother's side, is McCormick, uh, my mother's uncle, so. Really, yeah. So my nineties brother, so it's about two, you know. Correct, yeah.
1: And Andy mentioned it, your style was always suited to the pros and there was a lot of excitement when you turned pro. Yeah, there was a lot of excitement about it too, yes. And people probably forget about your amateur days because you fought 250 times nearly. Yeah, you fought a lot of fights,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, uh, Andy and a few characters. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Andy tried to get, say, got the weight out me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you you won senior titles? like one, yeah,
3: three. Two were early, uh, early, didn't you? Like early, like,
2: early, early. But early, I think yeah. it was just 2018 when I won my yeah. first senior title and then I won it, the second one then. So, so I, got, I think it was one featherweight and two lightweights. Or know so it was good. They, I think they were, they, they were great achievements at the minute, before saying the title was really you know, like, like anybody in Ireland, isn't it? Mm. Mm. What age did you start boxing at? Seven. Seven. It's a long time, isn't it?
1: So Bernard Dunn would have been knocking around
2: at that stage, would he? Yeah, I can't believe Bernard Dunn was in the gym, but he's trained with his father, Bernard, he's great coach too, CLE, And and uh, Bernard was always a bit older than me, but he always spared him. Yeah. Trying to learn. I learned a lot often. Fashions, yeah. <laughs> and then every time every year I got better, and better, you know.
3: But then it doesn't strike me
2: as wanting to go easy in this fight. <laughs> no, is that's he? it,
3: that's it. Just, it just seems that type of fella. That that's the way he is. Nice for a very young up and coming lad trying to take his, you know. See, that's,
2: but you know what? You do it, and then get out and say, oh, you, I taught you something, didn't I? <laughs> I taught you a lesson, didn't I? So that's the way he was. But I, I learned, and I got kind of got better every time then, spared him, and then barely went pro. Mm.
1: And um, you mentioned you had a few run-ins with Andy, but Andre Durrell, did I read you had a... Yeah, he
2: boxed, boxed in, uh, Durrell, he? he boxed him down in Andre it? he boxed him down in Waffle, I think it was. Um, <laughs> he was eighteen, he was eight, but it was only one won the uh, our titles. Had a great fight we had, he got me on majority, but it was a thing of match. Anyway, yeah. He was good, cool, but... He's a big unit, like... he was, I was like this go hold on. Andy's right, he was like that. He goes, how? This guy is you know? Yeah. But it was a good
1: you? And that amateur team around that time, it's probably something we could get into, just the difference of being on an amateur team and then as a pro you're kind of on your own. Yeah. Like, it was a great vibe, I presume, around that time, some yeah. of the names with Kenny Egan, Andy, yourself. Yeah, it was a great. I think it was the first... Uh yeah, it, it was is.
3: different. It was like because we kind of came in. Like, you kind of went into the team before the high performance. You were in the same team before the that's high performance. Right. Yes, so you would have been there with like James Moore, Randall, right. Mccluskey, a few of the other like John Duddy, and a few of them. You know, like a few of the older school that's guys. That's right, right. And then the high performance came in, and then there was it's different. Changed. Yeah, it changed. It wasn't change, it? Yeah, yeah. And did you do you feel like the high performance suited you, or uh, you always had your struggles with it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I think I, just, I was just I just loved being me. I don't know what it is, but me like a long range. I was just the pros would approach still with me, let's do my own thing. Right. You know, just I know everyone's different. That's where I you kind of a gel, you know, like I'd train in my own way, you know. So, that's more suited with me. Mm-hmm.
3: That pro. would have been more suitable, suitable like the way of the older team before mm-hmm. the high performance, that you would train yes. at your own coach, you'd meet maybe once exactly. a week with the team and then you'd go away for your
2: That's really where
3: the yes. competition. But then when the high performance came in everyone was put in the same the training full time throughout the week, doing the same things Slightly adjustments yeah. for different fighters, but most of the time it was the same that's thing. That's exactly. It didn't suit everyone. So no. I'd say like yourself, and Alan, Alan Reynolds, James Moore, oh. some of those guys who had been in the previous. That's right, yeah. Uh, regime. They did. They didn't adapt or didn't did struggle oh. a bit, didn't like. I
2: never thought yeah. it that way, but yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it was. It was it was different changing over from the as you says the old team to the new team. So, mm. but then I knew I knew the pros that's it suit me. You know, like, like even going away and all of them, you know. Like, I get my head into it, like, even at home in the house, like, when I had a fight, everything gets dropped. The whole world is freeze when I got a fight and that's it. I'm in the camp and she, like, wouldn't even talk to me. <laughs> I yeah. just go into that. Even in the gym, I'm trying, like, people, like, I'll try my head. You know, but I just like to be... In the zone, in you know.
1: And in terms of downtime, we know all about Andy's Game of Thrones uh, obsession, but you were oh, you were actually, a big into reading as well, weren't you?
2: Crying I, novels and things. Yeah, do a, 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 well, I'm actually, uh, at the moment, I have the audio uh, thing. You're more listening now. I'm getting lazy now. we have got to listen to a lot of them, but uh, yeah. I'm actually got that Game of Thrones, I'm only going into that. Yeah. Watch the whole lot of what great. <laughs> <laughs> you have to
1: catch up on Andy's podcast uh, no, on Just lift
2: uh, <laughs> and your first pro fight was in Killarney, Do you that? That's mem- right. Yeah, mem- I, remember mem- that. That. That a, I remember that. That was. I remember that force fight. Yeah, that was a good night as well. I think. Uh, How did it come to be pro boxing in Killarney? I don't know. Uh, Dahl, Phil or a new promotion at the time. Oh, right. Jones, uh, yeah, and they uh, had a first fight there. It was actually it was good. Suckers. It. So 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 yeah, and Don something. But, uh, yeah, it was a, It was a good. It was a good uh, weekend. Yeah. And then I just uh, I, see what happened was with me when I was twenty three, twenty two. Frank Ward wanted to sign me, and so we went off to England to sign him, and I failed me, I always had an eye problem, I failed my right eye, so he goes, you, you, you can't pass the exam, so we got laser treatment, so I took two years off, Me eyes kept hearing, ah, it's over, mm. then I, came, I went back squared one day, so I had to give him more time to heal, so then I went, and I went straight to America, mm.
1: so basically it was always me eyes. <laughs> And the link up with Packy, you mentioned that he was that American style, but he's quite new age in his methods, like he's oh, when he was in with us, he was talking about the new things he brings to the gym, yeah. but you'd be quite old school in yeah. terms of your approach, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, we would, yeah, like, uh, it's, first of all, you yeah, know, you've yeah, been there, it's a great atmosphere in the gym, and got hot in the past one day, and then I, just, I found it very like the, the American style, and the things, and it was a laid back gym as well, so, we just, it just gels, you know? Mm.
1: And around the time your best, when we might get onto a Derry Matthews. That's right, yeah. Um, I think you quoted around that fight saying, When I'm in camp, I'm fully focused, but when I'm out of the gym, I'm a bit of an Antichrist.
2: Yeah. Is that, was that always the case, yeah, that you always, mean? yeah. So I have to have something to focus on all yeah. the time. You know, even now, like, it's really, what's the next? Going on holiday sweets before you get ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's my thing as well. I've got to keep keep looking forward, you know, because uh, out camp and all, I'll be training, but will back, like, eating everything that you shouldn't be eating and stuff. Oh. Well, anyway, I learned the hard way. <laughs>
1: and the first setback you had was against Appleby in, in that Celtic title fight. That's right, yeah. And did you feel you were being a bit fast-tracked at that stage? Maybe that was a little bit of a blessing in disguise? That yeah, you well, that's
2: that, well, I kind of wanted that, you know. Like uh, I could say, I could, I could, I could beat him. Uh, watching all the fighters who were top of the time, I, just, I said, hey, I think I'll beat them. Mm. Just kept me there, in, in there, you know. So I think it was with Frank Gordon at the time. And uh, the only thing I'd say, now, you know, uh, with the, oh, it, I didn't go empty. I should have gone with MTK earlier on, but a few years before, because they were uh, they were very good at getting the fights on me. So that's the only thing I'd say about that.
1: And what was the vibe with Warren? Because were you almost framed as the opponent in some fights, even though you're yeah. his fighter? You were. You were the beef for
2: her, definitely, definitely the beef for her. You're going over. You're urge, and the, the, thing, the famous thing he always, the famous thing he always say, listen, no offence, this was business. I've heard that a few times. And they ain't robbed. Sorry about that, son. This was business. Yeah. And I hear off all the Eddie Hearn, Frank Gordon, all that. But that's the way it is, you know. You you are to be for you're Irish. You're going on fighting in England. They were take a You got you got to beat them beat them well.
1: Yeah, and the Derry Matthews win, as I alluded to, like a, it's a great name to have in your record.
2: Is that your most memorable win? It is now, yeah, it definitely is now. So it was a, the whole thing leading up to the even going over to, to UK, the UK, Liverpool. It was a great weekend. Had a lot of family coming over. But When I had the press conference with Derry. I was the only person there, and because I came over there early, and he was just talking that like was going to beat me, like I was nothing. That got to me, you know. And I remember Steve Collins coming in. I didn't wasn't expecting. Me to got the train up from London, and he walks and goes, I just walks and sees him coming in, and he breaks the whole it, the whole thing up. For the press conference, and he goes, sorry. He goes, dirty. Walks the dirty and goes, shakes out. Wish should look fighting him. I remember I go see. He's already <laughs> playing the boy <laughs> <morning laughs> games, you know. Yeah, yeah, There's was that we go. So <laughs> I was expecting the output know, then I knew what he was doing, yeah. and then yeah, uh, that was it. Then Brilliant. It was a great weekend, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: the dynamic. fell around the lightweight at that time. So you've got Terry, Terry Flanagan, Anthony Crawler, Ricky Burns, Stephen. Like
3: Gary the Sykes would have been
2: around. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Did yeah. You ever him? No,
3: no. But you would have mixed with some of these as an amateur too, wouldn't you? Yeah, it was you a with those guys as an amateur, yeah. All of
2: them, yeah. But uh, I think a lot of the fights as well. Like, like we spray Ricky Burns over there in London, and I was always trying to get a fight on, on Ricky. Hmm. And like the likes of just couldn't get the fights with them. we get the spares and everything, yeah, but we just. How did the sparring go? Say with Ricky Barnes? You know, it went very good and I actually he spared him. Scared him, him away? The, yeah, we actually spared him in the match room gym. And then when I spared the match room gym, it's just, that fight's not going to happen, like you know. So it's all I believe I got told so. But like the way it was, they weren't going to give me the fights because you're dangerous, you're Danger. no they, win, no not win. bringing out the table like, no
1: situation. Was, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know what it was experience, I learned it the, and the, the fight you did get was with Terry Flanagan and it was, just, yeah. it was just a strange build up like it was put back and it ended up in Wolverhampton oh yeah And the, then the, the, the you, last leg
2: is UK <laughs> and your, your <laughs> yeah, granny passed no the,
1: away <laughs> your granny passed away in the build up to that fight yeah, yeah so the whole
2: was, thing but bad preparation yeah, well, I, was, I trained there but you know, I was kept out of the ring as well for 9 months and I wanted to be more busy but Frank Warden was there, but was a promoter, <coughs> bot- bot- so you know. So he kept me out, and uh, a few fights got pulled out before. A few fights were cancelled on me, but it was just one of those things. He he won, so he kept holding me. I couldn't get, yeah. Kept letting, couldn't get my arms loose, and it frustrated me, and I lost the lost the head literally.
1: Yeah.
2: But he we went. Though, I had up come a couple of, couple of friends at the end. I'm going sparred for one of these fights a couple of years ago, and him his coach and all. So actually a nice nice guy.
1: Yeah, because people look at that fight, and like, I watched it back there a couple of days ago. Because at the time, it was just a little bit of, a, out of character from you. Just yeah, a, a a, a directed, And just I just watched it back, and he was holding the whole fight whole like, like it's hard not to be frustrated yeah. almost. And if maybe if Steve Gray had a stepped in early on and
2: said, yeah. "You can't be doing that," Well, was, I don't. What I did as well was it wasn't really. Right, uh, but I just even the, before when I walked out to the ring, I wasn't me. I you should be relaxed. Usually, when I'm nearly going to sleep, mm. I'm so relaxed. But. Once or twice in fights, so I was like, oh, I've got to deal with this, I've got to deal with this. And got wound you up. And into it. Yeah, and it was, that's exactly what happened. Personally invested, kind of. That's exactly what happened.
3: And um, the, look, at, you know when you did that, when you headboard him, was that just in the moment, or did you think the moment like, of did madness. you think beforehand be like, beforehand? No, I was just, there, just, just, uh,
2: just the moment, like, the fight's over, like, shit, you know. It was just one of those things, a moment of madness. Uh, after the
4: decision, when the ref waves it off, you go over to Paki, he says something to you. I can't remember what he says to me. That can't be repeated, maybe. <laughs> Were you liberating it? A- no,
2: no. <laughs> I, don't remember, I go, For it? sure. can't remember. I'm sure you could talk about it now, <laughs> whatever he says. But uh, no, I can't actually remember what he says because I can't I, just, I can't remember much, much of the, that, that round when I was out of the ring and I was like, what the hell? Just a really quick thing happens, you know. Mm. You ever watch fights back? No, not my fights anymore, you know. No. never watch them back. Even when so I'm doing the fillers, I'm doing the trying and so have a guy doing all the cutting the feeders with me. I'm like, because you have to watch it, you know. Yeah. I don't want to watch it back, you know. I want to get him back into boxing too, like watching it. He stopped yeah. watching it for years. Couldn't tell you who the champion was for years. But well, you know, so just got back into it again. Mm. Why was that? I don't know, I just so much boxing. I was just trying to put so much into it in the gym, so when I go home, I just want to forget about it. You know, or when I'm not fighting, I want to forget about it. But you know, myself. It's hard to get forget about it. It's a love, isn't it? A love hate relationship.
1: And the the notion of the world title fights, like you ultimately never got your shot, and you see, Derry who you beat got a shot. Like Terry went on to win one. Derry Matthews beat Crolla, and Crolla won a world title. Yeah, so it's it's amazing. Yeah, boxing maths doesn't really work like that.
2: Yeah, right? it's just as Andy says, isn't it? It's just the way it goes. Yeah. It's local draws as well.
1: It's yeah,
2: it. but at, at least you
1: got you got some of those domestic fights. Yes, yeah, so, listen. Listen,
2: it's over, it's done now, like, but enjoy it as well, you know what I mean, like, it kept me uh, kept me going forward, keep kept me out of trouble as well, you know, so I give it a, and I learn I'm stubborn, it's not to give up, you know, maybe I should have done it a few years ago. <laughs> Would you consider coaching? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm doing a bit of personal training now, and uh, boxing-wise, and uh, I'm actually trying to like it, writing plans out and stuff and all, so yeah, I, I think I'm thinking going to go down that road, I always said I never do that, but now I'm like, because I'm, I'm in the gym anyway yeah I'm, I'm looking at yeah. you would be in a corner in a few years I think so yeah I think that's the way it's going to go you never know yeah and just
1: um, you had a couple of a couple of other highlights and lowlights along the way but it all built up to this uh, fight with Highland on the Burnett Zakianov yeah. of undercard were, yes. were you there that night Andy? I was there, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't remember a reaction to a decision quite like it. Like, I think mm, yeah. the entire Irish boxing community came out and said, this yes. is a robbery. I was commentating and I, I had to
3: win on it, Well, clearly, you
1: know.
2: Even Eddie Hearn brought me back to the dressing room and goes, I'm sorry, this is business <laughs> again. We heard that before. Yeah. But, you know, well, I just, people always say, do well, you not know, take, react, well, I just, it's over. It's nothing to do with the fire, respect the fire. A lot of respect for boxing, boxers especially. But it's like, what can you do? Move on. There's no going back. There's no is going it? back. And they're, not gonna, they're never going to change. When did he ever actually say, right, we're going to change the whole thing around? He won it, not him. you just got to move on, don't you? Mm. It was good, good.
1: And there was some talk of a rematch. I think if that Katie Taylor card had transpired, there was a little bit of talk. Ex- yes, it, it was. Might have been yeah. on the card. That it, was, that's right. But obviously, Dublin boxing scene never quite got going during your time in the no. game. Is that a real element of frustration for you? That yeah, like
2: that was as well. Yeah, like after Bernard doing it, uh, kicking off, and he got it going, and uh, just stopped, in not it? Like? Mm. You know, immediately needed again, golf that. but that, that really would be helping him as well, if that kicked off double, when they get the big fights, the fighters coming over, you know.
1: Yeah, and would you have worked with Alan Heary just in terms of yeah. mindset and all that kind yeah. of stuff? It's something Luke mentioned when he was in, just coping with defeat, that the way you reacted to that fight is, is not typical, that most boxers would be screaming up or storming out of the ring. We saw it with Pursun against Katie Taylor yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Um, so is that something that you were just kind of learned to, to channel it a bit better?
2: Yeah, well Alan, like, uh, I just came became good friends with Alan over the years, but, but Alan was, he just made, made me sit down and visualise the fights and see what I was doing, I we very good at but like at, at the end, I was just so happy, after a fight as well, I, mean, I don't know what it is, but I'm just relieved. Mm. So we don't care even, once your health's alright, that's what I always say, and you don't even think of the result. That's what, you just want to, you're happy to get in, you can't even think of Oh, no, I got robbed at that moment. I can't anyway. I just want to sit down and get out and settle down and think what happened. you know. Yeah. That's what you would be silly like on a high when I lose, you know.
1: How was your approach to, in those situations, Andy? Did, your, did outside factors come into your head when you're fighting? Like what are the judges thinking or anything like that? Or are you just concentrating on the guy in front of you? Yeah, like a,
3: a, me and opposed a, a to Stephen, like I would have been very rarely that I wouldn't be the A-side, you know, yeah, so... Yeah. Even as an amateur, there were times when I would be boxing. I knew a fight would be quite close, but I thought, like, I'm, I'm definitely winning this fight. Like, yeah. you know, we used to get the scores in between the rounds. And as an amateur, and you'd be getting, like, I'm, you're far up, and I said that wasn't. I wasn't far up. You know, you yeah, knew it was only yeah. two in it maybe. And as a, as a pro, I, we always had a manual and always made sure that we had like political strength behind us. Really? There were certain fights where I wasn't the a side, and you you definitely know you have to do more. And I don't care. Like I know it's been like people have been. Especially online lately, people because there have been some close fights, as we, and people saying no, once a fight starts, it's an, it's not. I, yeah, I'll reiterate this, and for anybody going into anybody's hometown, you have to clearly win a fight
2: really
1: yeah, like it, it's it's to a, get the decision. It's unfair, but it's taken as red, like it's kind of the unwritten rule of boxing mm-hmm. almost.
2: So to fight the weekend about Warland, isn't it? Yeah, same thing. Close fight, but get you know, you're fighting against it, you know, you've got to take he away... He has them. to do
3: more, and he didn't do enough no, in my lies, more, but he did well. You can't gym. take him back, to, like, he did very well. His
2: job, was A bit, more, do, bit yeah.
3: more effort, and he would have could have to the decision, but he didn't do enough. We'll get into it, but, like, you know... Yeah, we
1: can, we can get into that in a bit more depth. Just a couple more quick points um, on mental preparation. Someone who's a big believer in that is Conor McGregor, and it was funny watching the Mayweather-McGregor build up, and Conor McGregor saying... I've been boxing all my life, Stephen Orman. I've been boxing or sparring with Stephen Orman, so do you
2: go back a while? Uh, I go back friends with Connor, uh, before he got real big name and all that so stuff. I still keep him touchdown again, uh, actually uh, yeah, he's we've done a lot of sparring with Connor.
1: And was he? What did you make of him as a boxer?
2: Oh yeah obviously yeah had one thing about him he had he has that timing. Well no mixed martial arts All I ever seen doing. That's no, it's like boxing timing, you know. It's that that much away the distance you know you had it and i helped him with the left hand and he even had it in the box inspired and all those as well you know so i always but I, never, I actually never thought i remember you said telling me he was getting into that game and then he said getting coming over the pascals and he was getting bigger and then cameras following around then i said jeez so he's still going to do good at this you know and then there you go
1: we got it you don't go didn't you? And what did you make of it when he got the fight with Mayweather? Were you like, "This is surreal"? Amazing. Just
2: always like, what? Just shows, and it's amazing. Huh? to like, well, like, the same doing that, like, on the payday as well. So it always helps. But it's the crossover from mixed martial arts to boxing was was great.
1: Yeah. And would there be many MMA fighters <coughs> in coming to Celtic Warriors?
2: Yeah, there's always a few coming over from uh, John's gym. Still, three, four all the time.
1: Because like, I suppose the elite level boxing. Like, compared to striking in MMA, it's just different
3: it's different levels altogether. Really, so yeah. The um, That lad is going to fight Pauly, my own Labov, he's been mm. over in the gym, hasn't was,
2: he? doing the rounds. Yeah, I have not uh, inspire him there a few times as well.
3: I had a word on the street, I don't talk out of school, but... Back Pauly big time, that's the word.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, anyway, from the spas. <laughs> it's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's this yeah weekend, that's
0: really. right, yeah.
4: yeah.
1: My only concerns with that are Polly's hands are very brittle, like he's had operations like... Oh, you I get think this getting,
3: you're getting soaked in <laughs> 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 Next week we said, Paulie had it easy. I know Pauly. <laughs> but, uh, we have
1: to, uh, there's going to be a bit of spite in that one. Oh really, yeah. Some build up isn't it? That's proper bad blood, but it's just like, Lobov's just the odd man out. It's, it's Man and Ajay McGregor feud and he's just sort of in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll, um, speaking of the Dublin boxing scene, it seems to be a bit of a resurgence anyway. Eric Donovan's fight recently. He returns this Saturday in in London. Before that, we should reflect on last weekend. And Andy, you were in.
3: You were in Leeds. I was there. Yeah, meant to be in Vegas, but didn't didn't happen in the end. So as a consolation, I went to Leeds. You yeah, know. like for like. Yeah. Leeds <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a good city. I was out. It's actually quite yeah. nice. Yeah, I only got in there in the evening, but I walked from the hotel up to the first director arena, which is about. 30-minute walk, and it looked really nice. A lot of regeneration in the old industrial areas, so, but the fight was good. The fight was good, Um, and I know there's been a lot of complaints about, like, not complaints, but people saying it was scrappy and it was messy. But when you're actually in the arena watching it, I actually enjoyed the fight, Mm. and I thought it was, you know, tactical. I didn't think Warren was at his his best, but he did enough to win the fight, and I had him winning by one round. Do you think... He was not his best because uh, Galahad neutralised him a little bit, or was he just off colour a bit? I think Galahad's style and he's the way he fought. Also, um, I, I think it's a lack of well, down to a bit of motivation. And uh, his last two fights, him being the underdog and coming up against Selby and then Frampton in huge fights, then a kind of seeing this is not a fight where he's on the incline more, just of a yeah. Where he just plateaued a bit, fighting Galahad. Um, who might be, he probably sees as below him now?
0: Yeah.
3: And I think a little bit of motivation. And I, d- I don't care who you are. I think when you become t- become a champion, you do lose that kind of a hunger. And I know he was a champion going into the Frampton fight, but he wasn't seen as, you know, Frampton would receive Favourite. more of a champion. Yeah. yeah so too, yeah. I think a little bit of that. So I think for Warrington, he needs to have a big fight now in America against one of the other champions, or uh, you know. What about? The
4: crowd, because he's got such a big following, it just seemed like they couldn't get into the fight, and that's down to Galahad's tactics, where yeah, it was. we didn't see... Like, you think back to the first round between Frampton and Warrington, and Warrington was explosive, and he never got to do that. He landed punches, but he missed a lot as well, and that, that's credit to, to Galahad.
3: But Galahad was slippy moving, and he also tied him up effectively. Yeah. And they were both clinching. I thought the referee did well not to take a point, even though... Um, Warrington's father, Sean O'Hagan, had complained straight after the fight in his interview about the referee. I thought they were both doing it, you know? Um, but, yeah, what like, Galahad showed that he's at that level. And I think, he, yeah. you know, people who would not... Would you ever spot him? Galahad. No, but a lot of people who have been in the ring with him said, like, he's a real weapon, you know?
2: Yeah, he's a nightmare,
3: I swear. Yeah, a lot of them say, like, he, and he's strong as well, deceptively strong. So he's wicked. shown that, like, on another night, he could have been champion there, mm. but it just... Like, can he get another fight, one of the other champions? No,
2: that's, they're that's not going to want it, are they? No, they're not going to want it, as he gets the rankings. have yeah. to mandate himself again, because
1: that was the only reason, I suppose, this fight happened. Like, the fight we want to see is Leo Santa Cruz or Oscar Valdez for Josh Warrington. Like, he served his time on the UK scene and... Valdez
2: Warrington.
3: He deserves the cash in. Mm, that would be very good.
2: The one thing about him, he's some engine, hasn't he? He has an engine,
3: yeah. And what he did in that fight, even though it wasn't his best night, he probably wasn't feeling the best and he was tired, he found a way to, wa- to win. He, he dug deep in that last round. Mm. And for me, that won him the fight, like the last, he closed the fight the last two rounds, but especially the last round, he showed he wanted it yeah. a little bit more.
4: Did you notice at the end, Thomas Triber, the MC, as he's reading out his score, like Galahad could He's looking it. at
3: the score. I watched it myself, he's watching, looking at the score. Yeah, 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 on yeah. yeah. The, card. the moment when he realizes yeah, I've lost. Yeah, yeah. i actually seen that, yeah. and kind it of <laughs> turned into the referee. Yeah. But, like, if you're Thomas Triver. He's right beside him, and
4: he's got his hands, and the referee's to
3: holding his other hand, and he's just looking at the yeah. skull like that. Yeah. Like, visibly
2: looking at and the so skull. That's a, yeah, his face, like. Yeah. <laughs>
4: like I'm always, I just think, did you, did you not, like, cover your homework in school? Or your, yeah. your, Surely. He All he's stand. concentrated
3: on is not fluffing up. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah well, I suppose, it, especially yeah. in a split decision, you've got to make yeah. sure you get it right. But it was.
1: No, it was, a, it was a good fight, a good great fight. Like, and I think Gallow will be kicking himself. Like, he had the tactics mm. spot on. He just needed to do a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, hustling, nick, nick a couple of those rounds. Yeah, like I actually thought he edged it. And when the thing I was, it.
3: when he di- when he dipped away when the final bell rang, he just walked back to his corner, kind of sullen looking. And Worthington got up and pumped his fist, you know. And, and I always that, help. that helps a lot. The body language yeah. of that shows, like, especially when you're totting up that final round, mm-hmm. it does show that, like, oh, they believe they won, and even the corner should have been up. Yeah, you know, yeah. and. Uh, kind of, you know, just for the, for the, for the, for what it looks like, you know, from perspective and you're looking like, oh, they believe it's, and then when the decision is read, if you have lost, then it's a close fight, then, you, then it's, it becomes more controversial or you have more of a debate for a rematch even, but yeah. no one's going to want to see the rematch, I don't think.
1: No, and it's just that Ingle style, that heritage is, we don't need to go back over it, mm-hmm. but what he probably lacks, unlike the likes of Brook or Hamad even, is power. That he yeah, just doesn't necessarily. He? If he had one punch power,
3: he'd be a real uh, problem. Um, Gall- uh, Warrington's coach made a good made a point, not a good point, but an interesting point where he said that the English style it's been around for twenty something years now. People have seen it before. It's not the surprise or the awkwardness of that it used to it be. Used to be, yeah. And that's I thought that was a fair point. You know, I hadn't really thought about it before because everyone talks about how awkward yeah. the style is, but but it's still like it's. He showed at the weekend that Warrington who's...
1: Almost able to have his way with Frampton and Selby, he, he found Galad a yeah, tough puzzle.
3: But it, what was Fram, what was Warrenton doing? What was Galad doing that was so awkward? No, nothing really. He, when he was southpaw, he was he was much more effective. He, yeah, he was switch hitting, yeah. and he was rolling his head, moving his head. But he wasn't like he didn't have his hands down. He wasn't like Nassim, He wasn't like Johnny no. Nelson where you have your hands down and he's no. he's, he's shaking in front of your you know of leaning back really extremely. Same with Brooke, it was really. More, he's kind of adapted the the yeah. old style. And I, yeah, I think so. It's more what they do. What is awkward is they hit you an off-beat rhythm, when you're not, yeah, yeah. they will bounce, 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 and then they'll hit, jump in and hit you with a punch when you're not set. And they'll, and, and after they do that, you'll swing, they'll be moving, and then they'll hit you again. They, they, they punch at times when, no one, when you're not set and, uh, and un- unready to react. And that's what they do that's awkward now, whereas before it used to be the hands down, they'd be leaning really, yeah, ba- yeah. like lean back, slip in, sli- and you know, it was different. And yeah, punches was- from awkward angles, where now it just punches at different awkward times. Yeah. And so
1: you got to sample Yorkshire. You missed out in Nevada, which is where there was a, a big show at the weekend. And uh, in fairness to Tyson Fury, he he did he held up his head of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Like he delivered as well as he could have done. And regardless of the opponent, we don't have to spend too much time on Tom Schwartz. But for Fury,
2: it was mission accomplished. Yeah, I don't know what uh, do you what do you think? Great the way he fought, the way he moved. Like a middleweight, isn't he? Like the way it's natural. I think I don't think anyone's going to beat him. I just you think he's too big, six foot nine. And it's not like he's not—he's six foot nine, stiff. He's six nine who nine. can move. who can box. And I said, I think Wilder's the only one who's dangerous you now at the moment. You know, but in the, then again, heavyweight boxing—I know it's only one punch, but I can't see anyone beating Tyson Fury. Well. Even if he does get knocked
4: down, like if he, he gets up. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree. I think Wilder is probably the only one that I would worry about with. A week ago,
3: you was Joshua. Joshua.
0: Uh, now no, for. no. <laughs> <about> you <Charlie.
4: laughs> no, I was never. The, the, the trilogy before Andy Ruiz threw the hand grenade in <laughs> to quote Mike Costello um, I was never I always thought Fury was the best of the three we'll to you're misquoting me
1: there we look back on previous episodes I would be one I super cool <laughs> I
4: think <laughs> one's the Joshua fan more
1: in the Joshua yeah, he had Joshua in his top ten really yeah ten one for time. pound I used to Noel just on his resume but yeah. like um, that has to yeah his I think, resume I think the comparison between Ruiz and Schwartz is unfair because <coughs> oh, like, Ruiz is the streets ahead of him yeah. so like I think that's a, a misnomer and that was kind of been played up a little bit by BT and yeah, I was, I, it was funny that uh, Sky had the, Joshua's dad interviewed the next day uh, just because he had that run in with Frank Smith and Eddie Hearn and then BT went one further and had John Fury on the panel for the analysis so I was like this is it. they're really not taking this seriously at all how was John Fury he was considered in the bit I saw. I, he, they were on straight after the Warrington, uh, Warrington Galaad uh, telecast, so that's where I saw him. But They uh, showed the rerun, actually, of Fury and Wilder, didn't they? Did they, yeah. yeah. So it was George Groves um, and Joe Joyce
3: and John Fury on the panel, so nice uh, athletic mix. I thought it was, like, when you look at the job that he had to do, was to sell his set to the American yeah. market, mm-hmm. and he ticked all those boxes in terms of the promotion he did, The outrageous entrance to the ring and also getting a stoppage as we said before here like in America the Only currency is knockouts or stoppages. You can't be going the distance as a heavyweight. Oh. So he did his job. Oh,
1: did either of you ever sing Aerosmith after this I <laughs> the v- a, vastly, a, I think his singing
3: has improved vastly. I think. Remember it's the to Chrisco sing after a two round stuff? Uh, yeah, then the twelve round with yeah. Chrisco, he was going bit was shaky. <laughs> 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 it, like,
1: I thought he would have mixed it up with a new song, but no, sure. And that piece, was that's, that's just his American signature high Then for the press conferences again. Yeah, but if people wonder why Bob Arum is still at the top of the game, like that was. The promotion was top dollar, like, they got a 24 no guy in, so it's easy to sell to the mainstream fan, this guy's undefeated, mm. two undefeated guys, L- needless to say, Schwartz wasn't all that, and then the entrance was amazing, the production around it, even the commentary was a little bit nauseating at times on ESPN, making out this is a huge clash,
3: but... Like, it delivered yeah. what, what it needed they to do. They enjoyed the, the head movement of the second round And what well. was clever was, you know, you think, oh, he should have been in against an American. You know, like, could you fight, you go to America, you should fight an American. But he didn't. They didn't have an American. And that kind of sold him more to the American crowd, because they yeah. weren't en- rooting against him then. Yeah. You know, that they weren't yeah, backing against one of on their own. They were backing against the old enemy, yeah. Germany, you know. So it, was, it worked out. Everything was it was. executed. He got everything in knockout with the mule,
2: The way the ring were singing. He has everything, you know. It's a nice one for Schwartz. He bought a
1: ticket to Klitschko against uh, Fury for 800 euro, and now he's there. Uh, How much did he it? get paid?
2: Any idea? I'm not sure, actually. I um, gave him one thing, but he came to free. He, he, had, a know, he had, had a go, didn't he? He had a
3: go. He was a bit intimidated, but he had yeah. a go. Like One thing about Fury, yeah, you see him on the ropes. He's done this a few times where he does, you know, the slip, 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 mm. slip, and then turn, yeah? Yeah. Um, what he's doing, obviously, he's slipping one point, so he goes to his right to slip your left, and he goes to his left to slip your right. What if somebody does... Double a hook. double hook, double the same hand. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like, and who could do that in the in the heavyweight division? Andy Ruiz. Yeah, Dillian White, Andy Ruiz. Yeah. But that's about it. Like, you know, if someone because it's a natural thing now where he goes wop, 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 side, 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 spin off and in turn. Where what if someone just goes throws one feint the, on the, and then checks down and then throws the same yeah, hand? Yeah. That that could be something. where You'll <laughs> have to be careful. Is he good that.
4: enough though that if they did throw to double, if they threw a double
3: hook, he could actually? Yeah. Well, the thing is with uh, Fury, and we were we were on earlier with uh, Mike Costello, and he was talking to Ben Davison that Fury has the eye, con- and I've seen he has the eye contact that he never takes his eyes off of his opponent. That he has that kind of that kind of concentration that he doesn't break ever. Take eye contact off his opponent, so he will see everything That's why if he does get dropped, he usually will get up because he never get, he never get, rarely gets hit with a punch he doesn't see.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: So the
1: talk is Madison Square Garden is provisionally booked for the autumn and it's the talk is Kubrat Pulev
3: or Jarell Miller? Jarell Miller. Which would be quite something. Well, it's... Again, I'll go back to the conversation with Mike Costello. He was saying that in America they don't have the same attitude as drug cheats as we do. That yeah. yeah. That Miller will be taken back. And we've all probably known it. Like when, The only it. thing that, that Costello said which made a good point was that if they go go with Miller, who's failed a drug test, it will drag up all the previous discretions of Tyson Fury that he's failed drug test, and he'll yeah. have to answer those questions now again. And that won't be that won't that will open people's eyes, I guess, to his you no know, sh- bit of a sh- like r- shady record. Mm. And it might not be the best look, you know, f- in America with top rank. But in terms of opponents, I'd say Pulev's a harder fight. Yeah, would you? Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the Miller? Oh, the, 100%. Neither one is the ideal preparation for Wilder either. Mm. And neither of them would be, ever be favoured to be. They'd have more of a, chance, a lot more of a chance than Swartz, but they wouldn't. They'd be at least a 5 to 1 underdog against Fury, at least. Do mm. you think so?
4: The difference as well now is he's fighting at. Uh, like, he, he's had a proper training camp. Whereas the lead up to the Wilder fight, it was like a boot camp because he'd lose so much weight. So He's done that now. He actually put on weight for the fight against Schwartz because he wanted more power. Yeah, so he ben fights Pelican. Wilder, he'll he'll trim down a bit more. But he's done all the hard work now. So we're going to see activity. the best. Activity. We're going to see the best Tyson Fury in the next couple of
3: years, especially if he's, if they're talking about September again. He's you know the activity will be and even like be- all his all his problems
4: outside of the ring. You know, with his mental health, he seems to be in
3: like top of his game and. Mm-hmm. Everything is going well and him and I, I'm not sure how you feel anybody, but for him more so because he's such How am I'm gonna say he's an overt character that everything he does is he lives he shows everything that he the way he lives So if he's in a good place mentally he box well. Yeah, yeah, like that's kind of might seem very simple or obvious but when you've seen him having those crazy fights where he's been dropped and you know just just back and forth up and down fights. I'd say he's been in a tough place mentally Or yeah. just he's, he's kind of his life's in a mess and then he, the fights are in a mess You know it kind of reflects how he fights and I think if he's in a solid place and a happy place, which he is I think he's a very dangerous I
2: wonder if he he's back in, in the gym him. as well already. Yeah, he's got to keep his head uh, busy. Like he? yeah, you got to keep know,
1: definitely. And. People will remember when the Wilder-Fury fight was first made, it was kind of, it despite Joshua, it was like, well, if you're not going to fight uh, Wilder, we'll fight him. And then it, it turned out to be a brilliant fight. But this rematch is going to be huge. Like, he's on ESPN, getting the full backing from them, Showtime, have Wilder there giving him full support on CBS as well. And it's going to be a cross-platform promotion. So It's going to be a massive fight. Like, Bob um, Arum says it's going to do better numbers than mayweather But They're
3: thinking 14 million, which would be huge. But it, it, could, it could easily do it though. You wouldn't in this day and mm-hmm. age, the personalities yeah. and, and the, like, the prevalence of social media and how big those guys' influences are on those things. Like how many videos on Twitter the next day did you see a Tyson doing that move where he slip slip slipped? I think there must have been 15 or 20 of them and they were oh, recycled, no, yeah. recycled, recycled, recycled. Um, so d- they have a fast reach. And with ESPN, it's it's in everyone's homes in America. Showtime also, if you have the cable. But with one more win each, and they keep ramming it down our throats, it could do that huge numbers. Is. You yeah. know the
4: way they did the the promo tour before the last fight. Like Tyson Fury mentioned before the Schwartz fight, he probably did too much. He was everywhere. Mm. Now that's what he had to do. But surely he has to kind of maybe take a little bit of a step back. Yeah, like it's, fight it's will... a fine balance, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like, especially... Because, uh, Joshua, that's the same thing happened to Joshua for yeah. the Ruiz fight. Yeah. Where he was doing so yeah. much, you wonder how how much focus he Everything
3: was a concern except the fight, Yeah, it seemed, you know? The fight was taken last, but yeah, yeah. he'll yeah. have to manage it and it, it, do the things that are only worth well while prioritize. I guess, the big interviews to have, that will get the big view, viewership and mm. scouting them out far enough from the fight, I guess, but... It's a tough one because there will always be a demand, especially when they're trying to promote such a huge fight.
2: Yeah, please everyone. Mm.
3: Did you ever find out that in your when you when you were fighting that you had to do a lot of press it, and media? Be,
2: yeah, it wasn't much now, but it was it was it was enough on uh kinda got gone your skin a bit as well. But you gotta do what Especially you? when you're losing weight. Yeah. Like, That's the worst part. Yeah. You don't want to talk to nobody. People yeah. see me that do you know do you know? Yeah. But it uh, no and there. Uh, I just want to say, well, when is it? Is the rematch going to happen with Joshua and Ruiz? They've, they've
1: November, isn't it? Exercise their rematch clause. I just don't think there's a final date in it, but they're looking at November, December. Mm. I think they're going to. There's tentative talk that he's going to bring it back to Madison Square Garden, try and right the wrong where it happened. It would be great, wouldn't it? I think for narrative, it's brilliant. Mm. For home advantage, as we've spoken yeah. about, maybe it'd be safer bet to come back to the UK. It's not going to
4: go to the distance, though. You wouldn't imagine. One way or the other.
2: Mentally like he's doesn't look good, as it for him like he has to overcome
3: it? He's gotta be yeah, he's gotta find out what he's made of now. it's all about isn't it? Doesn't he? He has to see what's what what's what he has.
2: Hmm.
1: And uh we've spoken about Yorkshire, we've spoke spoken about Las Vegas. I don't know if you saw the fights in Lafayette the weekend, the World Boxing oh, yeah. Super Series.
2: Oh they're not gonna Bizarre. It's a bit
1: of you
3: there with the with the Headbutt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Headbutt to finish. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? And then Robert Byrd didn't hear the bell. Yes. And he clearly says, I can't hear the bell. It was obvious that he didn't hear the bell, but that's the biggest... It's got to be the biggest cause for no contest. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Mm.
3: Who's going to review it, though? Because I don't think any of the sanctioning bodies were involved in the end, because there was a dispute between the WBO and WBC. So I don't know who's going to... Like, WBC... SS, World Super Series. I always say WSB. WBSS. Yeah. whatever <laughs> uh, names. Whatever. They, uh, they're not certainly going to, they're not going to pull Myers out. No. Greatest. Like, um, <clears throat> and I, just to go back to Sheffield, like Jason Welborn was fighting JJ McLeod on the on the undercard. And um, Welborn was doing well. For, I wasn't watching the whole fight, but I was in and out watching bits of it. And it looked like Welborn was winning to me. And he gets hit with a low blow. Like idea? a severe blow, a low blow. He gets up. And comes straight out and gets stopped with a body shot straight away, like in the next exchange. They go straight into each other. There's no moving around. And he gets stopped then from the low blow, from the body shot. But you have to say that the low blow affected his ability to continue yes. boxing. You have five minutes, don't you? Yeah, he, he oh, took, he took he? a bit of time. Know, didn't take no one to no, five minutes. Because they like, don't want yeah. to look like they're... Yeah. So, he, <laughs> he lost the fight... And then, but the, the win for Meklov has to be—he has to say like. Ha, Asterisk. Uh, no, it's not. He won the fight. He's not going to ever come war war, But like the defeat for Welburn, he has to feel like if he didn't get that low blow.
2: Yeah. What would happen? A-
3: and then, yeah, and then same in this fight with with Bredis, that his opponent takes a, an elbow to the chin flush, gets up and then gets rocked in the next exchange. Should he been disqualified for that? Should have been elbow. No doubt. No
1: doubt disqualified. So that would have been that would have solved the issue there and then. Yeah.
3: Now we're going to have to do a lot of reverse engineering. It's going to be nothing. nothing's going to happen. It's going to continue. I don't think there's. No. It. As you said earlier, there's never been a deci- decision. When up- it was happened.
2: ever they're not going to change it up? No. And
3: then they again,
4: like, get the paperwork and they just put it into a shredder and then that's it. They could just do a rematch.
3: But yeah, I think would you, say, would you say would you say Britis was going to win that fight anyway? It looked like he was going on to win it. Probably.
1: Mm. Dorticus was very much, uh, it was more of a conclusive finish in the other fight, so yeah. that should be a good final. Should be a great final, yeah. It's like the Cruiserweight Championship of the rest of the world, because Usyk is still the... He hasn't quite moved to heavyweight yet, so um, that's all the world boxing stuff. Um, in terms of Irish boxing, loads has happened since we were on. Stephen McKenna had a good win, and his uh, his brother Aaron is back this week. Dennis Hogan, speaking of bad decisions,
2: yeah.
1: doesn't look like he's getting a rematch. Him and Monkey are going to fight on the same card, potentially setting
3: setting something up for further down the line. But it's it's a bit disappointing. Like I thought, mm. but in, uh, it's disappointing. But at least he's getting another opportunity to fight. Yeah, somewhere around him. And anyway, because yeah. for the most part in boxing, you're yeah, like, uh, you, okay, you give a good account of yourself we took the decision from you but you ain't getting anything from you know at least least they're giving him the courtesy
4: of another show. He can win and then sit ringside and watch Mungay and just give him the (laughs) eyes.
1: Just stalk him over. I think what I read was that Golden Boy were keen to do the rematch and Mungay didn't fancy it so that tells you everything you need to know. If he doesn't need to take the fight he's not going to take the fight. Um, Jason Quigley's booked to be back in in July, Carl Frampton's big to be back.
3: It's a good fight for Jason Cliftony. Yeah.
2: yeah. Torino Johnson, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. For it? Yeah. good fight, yeah. Yeah, it's good.
3: But Johnson's probably his best days are behind him, yeah. definitely. Um, My only concern for,
1: for Jason is, granted it is a step up, but if he's fighting these fights, he might get slung into a big fight straight away, and he might not have had the gradual preparation that he needs. Yeah,
3: it's a good point. Even with this fight, um, he is stepping in with a contender, contender kind of... Classic, and look at his previous fight against the Finland guy. He, he he wasn't he wasn't a journeyman, but he wasn't a great fighter. You know he was he was a walk for it was a walk for Jason. And uh, so, but he'll be doing hard sparring. He'll be having all those in the gyms with Liam Williams and all yeah. those. He'll be in the gym sparring those guys, and we will be sharpening there really. And the zones yeah, to with be with Anthony Fowler, actually he was sparring with Anthony Fowler.
2: Yeah, he's getting a good walk, isn't he? Mm. As I was
1: going to say the zone is the place to be because like all the middleweights are there and we saw Golovkin come back it wasn't overly impressive but he it was a, a show finish at least and a very unique punch that what do you call that Andy the over the top there's no name on it skull crusher is, is it legal is it <laughs> legal? It. Is it even legal I don't know yeah. so
3: Steve Rolls he did the Kronk name proud oh. he came to fight Steve Rolls just oh, come to the it, gym, yeah. he's not part of it, like you can't claim he's a Cronk. He used to come to the gym he and train came a, in a bit, crunk headache, that's all I mean. trained, trained a little bit, and we used, to be take, we used to take it easy on him, to be honest with you. We used to just move around with him. Yeah. Uh, and how he ended up being, like it's no coincidence that Golovkin's trained by a former Cronk fighter, and then he's fighting, his first oh, fight is against yeah, the crunk yeah. a Cronk, of guy who used to come down to the, like, the yeah. Cronk. Did you notice anything Jonathan Banks-wise in Golovkin's? He didn't? Nah, it's a while out of the ring, and you going got to take time, and everyone have been working together a Short period, so mm. if there's anything that it'll be a long time coming,
1: seems the Canelo fight will happen. I think every, all parties are on board with that.
2: It's yeah. so good, is he? Canelo, he's getting better. better. Get so better I think he yeah. just yeah, yeah. Stop. It's, it's gonna, gonna be easier and easier and yeah.
3: easier for him against those guys. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think I was saying to you the other day that
1: when people look back at this in the annals of history and Canelo wins the third fight, it's gonna be like, oh well, a couple of the fights were close, but Canelo got the last word, and that's what people are gonna remember. So, I you
2: think the force fight was the only one I thought was for the Triple G, but other than that, you think he was beaten
3: easy. I thought so as well, yeah. I thought the draw was fine the first time, and I thought he won yeah, mm. second Canelo. Like, but will these fights be replayed? Because, oh, like, you know, we, we're often seeing fights from the 40s and the 50s with Sugar Ray Leonard. Like, you see them, those little clips that pop up on this day in history, you know? You, you see, like, uh, Robinson fought, whatever, Tony, Tony Gale or something, you know, so you're well, Your knockout of John Jackson was doing the rounds, last. That's one. still yeah, doing well. Keeps popping up, I don't know. I, I just, Five years? Yeah, I just, so uh, b- I don't even retweet anymore. I used to retweet it every time. <laughs> 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 you, know. you, you get sick of watching? i it the odds. Nah, I just think people on my timeline are sick of looking at it, you know, but it still does good numbers, so for people anybody like. out there looking to get numbers on your page, people yeah. you yeah. never get up. sick of looking yeah. like at it. <laughs> um,
1: Irish boxing wise, Ray Moyle's back as well, Phil. He's yeah, he's going to fight in Boston. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's really good news.
4: Stand to fight. Yeah. Um, and a guy called Larry Fryers, he's fighting. That's right. right
3: Yeah, he's name. has been around for a while. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. So that's his, fight. America, Friars, that's his first. He's based
3: in America. First. His first fight since the. the what uh, do we know about, about the situation with Assassins Promotions? They're up for review with the Irish Boxing Board there yeah, recently. It's still under review. Their license has
1: been suspended, so it's just the waiting game. It doesn't look good. No. So we'll see what, how that plays out and um, it's just good that Reyes kept the ball rolling because he granted he lost his last fight but he
2: had built a bit of momentum in the mainstream. I was saying about the Reyes fight outside of same. even the fight you lost, that Mexican guy, it's a win-win for him because he learned so yeah. much from that fight. So he was a, a good guy, wasn't
3: he? Mm, he was good, probably a bit better than he had to be for a hometown fight, <laughs> like, you know, your homecoming fight, yeah, you didn't yeah, yeah. have to yeah. step with him. It should have been a nice handy one but um, no, he, uh, he'll come back, right? He will come back yeah. a lot because
2: he learned so much that way.
1: Yeah, and good fights this week. Uh, Dara Foley against Terone McKenna. That's one people are talking yeah. about. Very excited about that one. And then Eric Donovan, as we mentioned earlier, is fighting at the York Hall. You fought there, Stephen? Didn't yeah. You? Sure. Some venue. Great, real old school, isn't it? Yeah. I'd say
2: the heat is unbearable. Yeah, it's, it's actually just the way. The old, it's all around you. like It's great to even to watch the fight, just looking around at the ring.
3: Alchemy. Yeah. You fought there? Anyway? As an amateur. MJ. Amateur, yeah. I fought that as a kid, yeah. But
1: yeah, no, it's very good. Yeah, so yeah. it's the Irish invasion and he's just, as I said, with Ray, just trying to keep the ball rolling for Eric and hopefully set up European title shot as the ultimate goal, so
3: hopefully he can get to that stage. Also, the Irish amateur team are in, Min- in Minsk. They flew out yesterday. I think the European games oh, yeah. start yeah. on Friday. No, Joe Ward, obviously. I know Brendan Irvine, he got an, he got an injury, um, so the team's a little bit depleted um, from the male side. But Keely Haren's out there, you know, they've Tony, got Tony Brown's out, Brown there. out there, they've got Kieran Malloy, they've got good, good guys, still, and they've got Michael Nevin, too, who's taken Gar- Gabriel Lucent's place. So they've it's got. Yeah, I've watched some videos of him sparring there recently, he's in against the Americans and the Italians, yeah. and he was doing a number on all of them. Mm. <laughs> like, he's really, really good, and he's not a national champion. So there is some strength and depth there, you know. And Joe Ward's
1: uh, move to the pros is something we touched on briefly because it was still in the works, but it's it's
3: done deal now. What are your thoughts on that? is oh, a huge prospect, isn't he? He's a huge prospect. Um, he has it all in terms of his, he's in great weight category. Um, he's an attractive weight division. He can punch. Don't know if he has that one punch yet, but I think he can develop that. He's yeah. only 25. He's been around for so long. Yeah, I think, then, he's like, to think he'd be role. thirty. You think he'd be thirty? You know, twenty-eight, thirty. He's twenty-five years old. So, yeah. he's done it all as an amateur. And with the Olympics not looking to be a certainty, he's got this opportunity. Why not? Why not take it? And yeah, he has all the ability, all the ingredients. Good-looking kid. Yeah. Um, if he can just be managed right, and Do we know where he's going to be based. Uh, I don't know. I think he's going to do some training here in Ireland and go to America at some stage, yeah, but um, he's a huge prospect. Really is, yeah. Mm. And uh, last
1: word to you, Stephen, before we wrap up. You said in your statement on Twitter after your retirement that uh, you just want to go and live a normal life. So what's what's a normal life for Stephen Norman now going forward? It's, well, a uh, normal life is
2: not <laughs> not taking punches in the head anymore. <laughs> <But laughs> we're Oh well, look, we're gonna have the cakes now. But <laughs> the other thing is I'm training actually more now, lifting some weights as well. So I think I have to try and be too because i still put weight on. <laughs> but uh, now it's a normal life. Just basically it's not taking digs in the head anymore, and it's just, I'm, I'm still in the gyms. I'm doing my own thing out in the gyms, training people. So.
3: No, 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 much the thing is when you're fighting it's such an um, unstable lifestyle because you don't know when you're fighting when you're not fighting for a lot of time you don't know when your next,
2: next payday is going to be you don't know, it's just You can't book holidays, you don't know what until you actually get to I always say, I will me even two days before a fight getting pulled, yeah. so you can't rely on anything about There's no stability, there's no, no, like, not no. like at the end of the week you're getting a check That's it. basically what an normal part is coming into it now isn't it? Yeah.
3: So, I used to look at like Remember being in training camps and driving down the road and like seeing people outside the pub after work on a Friday having a few pints. I'd be like, "Oh God, I can't wait to be doing that." I, I, do you know, I can't salad. wait to be, you, know, I mean? <laughs> like, to you bed. know, just and you're going home to eat like a salad. Do you know what I mean? And just <laughs> finish. And you got a few out of the got a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to cram everything in. Like just, just to having that kind of settled, settled down. A it's, bit. it's a
2: lot more mentally, it's relaxing in the house and all. It's just, it's a lot more better now with the misses and the kids and all because everything's boxing involved. Mm. Everything I was doing was just on hold. Right. that's it. Everything is freeze now. I'm gonna try it for free. and for fighting so that's cool, it's that's out of the way as well. So more, that's what I mean by normal. That's the only thing. Right.
1: <laughs> thanks to Andy, thanks to Stephen and to Phil and to Emma and Alex for putting the show together. We'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Say goodnight.